0: All right, all right, back again with another one. Welcome to English and Coffee. As you already know, this is the best podcast on Anchor. And this is your lovely host, or should I say, handsome host, Demion. And today, I've got another story for you, mixed in with some vocabulary and things like that. But um, let's go ahead and jump right into it. so how do we even start this thing? This week has just been crazy. As you know, towards the end of the last year, I had that little accident out there on the rock jetty, so my teeth got messed up, sister came in, you know, we spent some time together, two great weeks of fishing, she went back, um, and then the year started off as normal, or at least as I thought as normal, because this week, let me tell you what happened. So I went to a meeting on Friday. Now to go to this Friday meeting, it starts at eight. So I've got to get up at like six o'clock, got up, did my notes, did my documentation, got everything ready, got dressed, you know, brushed teeth, normal, eat a bowl of cereal. Then I drive to the meeting, go to the meeting. You know, it's a mental health meeting. We're out there talking about clients, talking about cases, trying to get everything all, you know, just situated, everybody trying to get back in gear. We go to this meeting. And after the meeting I'm following my supervisor we're headed back to the main office I'm sitting there at the light you know it's in front of this nasty little intersection okay so you had this intersection it's called Stanton and Arlington nasty intersection right by the hospital but they have all these little entry points so people are shooting in shooting out but I'm sitting there parked because I'm waiting well not parked but waiting for the light to change so I'm pretty much in parked, sitting there the light changes And I'm sitting here, grabbing my phone, trying to get my music together. Next thing I know, out of nowhere, boom, I get railroaded right from the back of the car. Somebody slammed into me, no brakes, all gas, and I'm just like jolted forward, you know, just boom. I don't know if you've ever been in a car accident, but this is like my first car accident. So I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I wasn't really scared or anything. I was just shaken, you know, shook up about the whole of it because It was just unexpected, and all of a sudden, you got some car coming at you, I don't know, 10, 15 miles an hour. I don't even know how fast he was going, but he hits the car, jolted forward. I hit the brake so I don't hit the car in front of me, put on the emergency brake, hit the flashers, hop out the car, guy hops out the car. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. So I'm like, what do we do? So he's like, all right, well, let's pull over here into this little parking lot. So we pull over here into this parking lot. And i'm telling you i mean if you had to get in an accident you know for your first time with someone this was probably the best person to get hit by because this guy was actually an ems worker um he's not even from here so he had some strange name but he's a pretty cool dude so get over there we're sitting there i'm like all right he comes out of the car with his insurance papers his uh, registration his license he's telling me okay now we got to call our insurance companies all this stuff so he's guiding me through the process Most people don't try to help you get money from their insurance company. But this guy, he says, I've been to a thousand accidents, you know, in his job, because like I said, he's an EMT. So he's sitting there helping me go through this whole thing. So I call my insurance company, the ones I've been paying for like, I don't know, 16, 15 years or whatever. I call them. I'm like, um, I've just been in an accident. And well, before I called them, I called the, um, I called the cops, so they would come out there to the situation, so I'm sitting there waiting for them, took them like 30 minutes to get there, I was like, any other time, they're like all over the place, but when you call, you know, it takes them forever to get there, anyway, I called my insurance company, I tell the lady, I said, okay, so, you know, my name's Damian. I'm in Greenville, been in an accident, and she's like, "Um, okay, well, you need to call his insurance company, I'm like, I'm calling you to tell you I've been in an accident. Um, you're supposed to handle this for me and she's like well if you want us to handle it and all this then um you have to pay a $250 deductible and all this bs i'm like what the freak are you talking about i'm like i'm paying you guys to handle this stuff i'm never in accidents i get in an accident i call you you're supposed to fix it you know you're supposed to take care of this help the person through it so they have this commercial that says like a good neighbor state farm is there well they weren't there all the lady did was um dialed the lady's number and she acted like it was such a hassle to dial he had Geico insurance so she acted like it was such a hassle to just dial this number for me so you know just to help me through the process anyway get in contact with Geico sitting there talking to the lady and she's grilling me I mean just grilling me with all these questions where do you live? what kind of car do you drive? what kind of car did you get hit by? Uh, what color was the car? Uh, where were you? where you parked? did you move? all, all this stuff. I'm like, lady, dude's right here. I was like, I'm not trying to, you know, lie or nothing about it. I'm like, he's right here. He hit me. He said his brakes were messed up. So the guy had bad brakes. He got out of the car saying he had bad brakes. He hit the brakes and his car slid, you know, because he had poor brakes. He just got the car. It still had 10 day tags on it. So it was just one of those situations where, you know, the professionals weren't being uh, professional in my opinion, because I mean, they should have just been Johnny on the spot, handling it. Anyway, so I'm dealing with that. And that's not even over, because I I had to sit there and talk to the lady for I don't know how long. And then I gave her a, um, I guess, you know, just a final summary of everything. And then she said, okay, well, she gave me a claim number. And she said, okay, I'm going to call you in a few days. Give you, um, I guess, a quote or whatever for the repair. Because he actually uh, damaged my um, bumper, the back part of my bumper. You could see where he hit the car. There's like an impression, because he had these little metal things on his little forerunner jeep or whatever kind of vehicle you want to say he had anyway so the cop comes out we're talking to the cop cop talks to him then the cop sits over there he talks to me he's getting both of our stories he's like all right well you guys sit in your cars you know where it's warm because it's like you know 40 degrees outside comes out gives me a piece of paper gives him a piece of paper then he says it's a, a non-reportable accident because he estimated the value to be under a thousand dollars so, I'm just like, this is not going how I was thinking, you know, or what I've heard. Because, you know, in a, in a movie, you see somebody get in an accident. It's boom, boom, boom. Everybody's right there. And here, it was just everything's just dragging on. So, anyway, we exchange information, you know, insurance information, call the insurance companies, blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, all right, you know, you're free to go. So, get back in the car, drive to work, get to work. They're having some crazy meeting. Some lady had came in, I think, from Raleigh. They're talking about all this stuff that I'm not even thinking about because I'm just so focused on the accident and what happened, trying to get my my bearings back, get my feet on straight. And then it's just one of those crazy things. But uh, we're going to take a short break, and I'll get back and tell you about the rest of it. All right, so I get back to the office. I tell my supervisor about it you know everything that happened and then we have a program supervisor so I have my supervisor and then you have the program supervisor and everybody's all in the same pretty much same office he's just like one door over so he's pretty cool to talk to I tell him about it I said yeah I got an accident blah 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 he's like are you okay I'm like yes you know because I went back to work because I'm not missing no days for nothing so he's like "All right, well you have to take a drug test now the way he says it I'm like is he serious is he joking he's like well you know you gotta take a drug test right I'm like okay so no big deal we go about work as usual then uh, I leave to go meet with my clients but before I leave they're like uh, oh yeah don't forget to take your drug test I'm like "Oh okay so they're serious so I'm like alright well I'll go take it where do you want me to take it so they're telling me I gotta go over there to FastMed and take it so I go over to FastMed I was like do I need any type of paperwork or take anything over there they're like no just show up over there tell them you're with yes, uh, you know and you can get a drug test blah blah blah, blah. I'm like alright I go in there and Tell the lady I'm like well here to take a drug test got in a car accident and she's like well we need an authorization i'm like what do you need mean an authorization she's like well we need a piece of paper saying that uh you're getting a drug test now mind you this is probably like 12 o'clock in the afternoon i'm like all right so i call back to the office and they don't know anything about any authorization i'm like you guys want me to take this test this lady saying she needed an authorization they're like call hr now my supervisors are telling me to call hr so you would think the supervisors would have their stuff together and just go ahead and help me through the process being that i was the one in the accident right so so now i gotta freaking be in an accident and then try to figure out this whole authorization for the drug test anyway i call hr and then i gotta go through the whole story with them again and they're not even, they're like, okay, well, somebody will call you back. So I'm like, all right, well, I got clients to meet with. So I go meet with some of my clients, take a small lunch, sit there, call, um, get in touch with somebody. And she's like, okay, yeah, well, I'll get right on there. I'll send an authorization. She gets the lady's uh, phone number. She gets the lady's fax number, you know, because she's going to send the information. She's like, when are you going? I'm like, I'm going after work because this place is open till about, I think about eight o'clock. So I'm like, all right, well. I'll just go over there after work, you know, meet with my clients, no big deal. So I go work with my client. We spend about four hours out there in the community looking for jobs, and he's just fired up. I mean, this guy, this guy is animated. If you could take a cartoon off paper and put him in, you know, real life, this would be this guy. He's just super animated. Anyway, after work, I go to this place because I got one more client that I want to see. This is a new person coming in, so it will be an intake, a new referral. We go to this lady's house. Now, this is a lady's house. This is a, it's a recovery house that I'm going to to meet with this lady. So, it's just like probably seven women in there. And you want to go in the daylight. So, I'm like, all right, well, before I go over there and everything gets long-winded, let me stop it here and get this drug test. So, I go back over there to FastMed. And I say, okay, well, the HR said they were going to send an authorization. Now, this is probably like between five and six. And the lady's like, oh, well, we don't have anything. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have anything? So now it's after 5 o'clock. Everybody's left the office. So now i got to call my supervisor. And she doesn't know what the heck's going on. So she's like, okay, well, call the program supervisor. So I call him. And he's like, "Uh, oh, well, call HR. I call HR. HR is closed. So I call him back, tell him HR is closed. And they do this whole call this person, call this person. then they're calling people. And he said, okay, well, just hang tight. So he calls HR. Well, not HR. He calls his supervisor, gets in touch with somebody because they got the after hours. I mean, this thing goes all the way up the chain, all the way up to the top guy. Go to the thing. So I'm sitting there waiting. And I told the people, um, you know, I was there for the drug test. My sister calls me, you know, to see what's going on because my mom had told her that I was in an accident. I try to leave, and they're like, oh, sorry, you can't leave, I guess, because testing, so I don't go outside. So I'm like, all right, well, freak it. I'm going to just sit in here on the phone and talk. So I'm talking just like I'm talking to you now. I'm like, all right, you don't want me to leave. I'm going to sit here and talk. I'm going to have my conversation, so I didn't care who's listening. I'm just sitting there talking to my sister, giving her the update on the situation. Anyway, supervisor shows up because they made him go all, leave his house, go to the office, print out some paper, comes in with the paper. He goes up there, and he says, okay, well, here's the paper, and they're looking at the paper. They go, this isn't the right paper." i'm like what the freak he's like what the freak it's crazy It's just madness so now i'm already here like an hour so he calls back to his supervisor the supervisor calls the head guy of the company because i had said well can't i just pay for this test and then you guys sort out all the details later i said how much is the test it's like sixty dollars so i'm like all right well let me just go ahead and pay it and so I can get on my way they're like no it's got to be this way it's got to be done this way you know how companies are with the policies and all that just a bunch of Bull I call it getting caught up in the, the politics, you know, the rigamarole of the day, you know. Just the stuff we love about work. Anywho, <clears throat> so finally get my drug test. Go back there. The lady's acting like it's just freaking mission impossible. She's all popping her gloves and stuff. I'm like, lady, I'm just peeing in a cup. Now, a drug test is something that uh, most people do before employment, pre-employment, or I guess if something happens on the job. And it's mandatory here in the States. I don't know how it is in your country. But that way they just make sure that, you know, if anything had happened and you were out of sorts or whatever, then, um, you know, they wouldn't have to pay for it. But being that I'm good, you know, I'm a good guy. I didn't have nothing to worry about. So went in there, took the drug test, came out, gave a cup to the lady. You know, she didn't smile. She didn't do nothing. She was just trying to act like holding pee is just her job. Well, I guess it is her job because she's a, I guess, drug tester. Anyway, so I leave this. Now, I get to this lady's house, it's like 6.30, so over here it gets pretty dark. I'm saying about 5.30, it's like pitch black outside. I get to this lady's house, so I'm going up to this house full of women. It's it's crazy, so I'm there, I'm like, you know, sorry for being late, blah, 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 blah. We get in there, we do her little um, PCP, which is a person-centered plan, we're talking, I'm getting her story. So it was good to meet with this lady because now my mind, I'm getting my mind off of my day. I'm sitting there, getting into her problems, getting into her world you know, trying to figure out how to help her, get through that situation, finally get home, it was, well, no, I didn't even get home yet, because after there, I had to go help my mom um, go to the store, because every Friday, I take her shopping, so we go to the grocery store, you know, run the little errands she needs, I mean, I ended up getting home, it was probably like, I gonna say, 1030, close to 11 o'clock, it was just crazy, I mean, that was my Friday, but, um, yeah, so I hope your year is starting off a little better than mine. Uh, I've got some good news about the site. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and switch. Um, let's, just, let's just get off this whole insurance accident situation, crazy day at work, longest day of the year already, um, and move into something else. <music> Alright, so as, as you've listened today, so far I've been talking about accidents, I've been talking about insurance, now this is vocabulary, I mean you may be used to, I don't know what type of work you do, if you're using your English for work, and the type of topic you discuss on a day to day basis, but um, I just wanted to give you guys a few idioms um, when it comes to accidents, so accidents are those little things that happen, which you say unplanned events, that nine times out of ten go bad. So that might mean, um, let's say it's cold outside, it's frozen, you know, there's ice everywhere, ice on the stairs, you're going downstairs, you're on your way to work, and you slip, you know, bust your butt on the third step, you know, now you got to go to the ER, you missed a day at work, blah, 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 or let's say uh, your child is running around, and you've got stuff on the table, they go to the table, they pull the tablecloth, and then the glass falls, hits their head, now they got a big gash on their head, so you got to take them to the emergency room, that's an accident. So a couple little uh, expressions we might say if somebody has an accident, depending on how bad it is and the, you know, the severity of the situation, you might just say, he ate it. So he ate it. um, That might be, let's see, he ate it or she ate it or the dog ate it. Uh, Let's see. um, If somebody was walking on a slippery road, we'll keep with the ice since it is cold. They're walking on a slippery road and you're, you know you're driving by, you look over and you see the guy walking and then he slips and he slided and then he falls. Boom! You know, he falls on his butt, everything's flying, feet in the air, umbrella briefcase, and you would say he ate it. Or if you're watching a race on TV like with motocross, you know, the guys on the little motorcycles going zoom zoom, jumping the the, uh, the little mounds, the little dirt mounds, and the guy jumps and he overcorrects and then he goes sliding into the tires, you know, tires everywhere, dirt everywhere, busted bones, you could say, he ate it. So, he ate it would be when somebody has just really messed up, you know, just royally effed up. Um, When I do the transcript for this one, I'll fill in the words, but just for maybe small ears out here listening, you know, I'll just say he effed up. Um, You probably know what that means. Another one is uh, two left feet. So you have what you call accident-prone Joan. Uh, That's what you'd call a woman uh, that just is clumsy, just forever clumsy. She trips everywhere. She bumps into things. She just can't get her stuff together. You know, she's always breaking something, always messing up. Accident-prone Joan. So you would say somebody like this has two left feet. Uh, You also hear this expression when people are on the dance floor. You know, they're trying to dance and they're stepping on their partner's toes. They're clumsy. They're bumping into people. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. We have a lot of um, different idioms, nine times out of ten. I mean, it's going to have some foul language associated with it, but two left feet, bust his tail, and we also use a different word instead of tail, but I'll put that into the um, transcript, but uh, bust their butt. So that would be like you. You might say, I busted my tail um, in the shower. So if you're taking a shower, you know sometimes the soap, fall in the tub it'll be sliding around so the floor gets real slippery and you're sitting there you know doing your little little shower dance or whatever you're just singing your songs and stuff and the next thing you know you step on the soap boom fall hard into the uh tub and fracture your elbow or just bust your tail you know and you laugh about it you know it's a good time so when somebody busts their butt you know everybody's laughing but when somebody eats it you know, then it's just like they're destroyed. So you could say my little incident out there on the, uh, the rock jetty. Yeah, I ate it. Um, yeah, that would be an appropriate, um, comparison. All right, let's go ahead and, uh, close this thing up. All right. So as I said, I did uh, mention, uh, the podcast. So, well, the website so i did go get a domain name i did get that um i got a laptop a brand new laptop i got one of those vivo deals vivo notebook it's real sleek real uh i guess set up for a real economic setup for students and office professionals people that just want a quick computer where you can just open it do your thing type little information you don't have to worry about all the loading up it's only got two gigs i think of memory but what i did is i bought a um 128 gigabyte SD card. I put that in there. So I've expanded the memory. So anything that I save will not save directly to the computer. It'll save on the uh, SD card. Um, I'll let you guys know uh, how that how that laptop is working out. I mean, as time goes on, like I said, I just got it and I got it for the sole purpose of creating my website. So I got the domain name. Um, So now I just got to... um, Build a site. Uh, It won't take nothing to do. I mean, I used to have um, a couple websites, uh, and I'll be sharing those with you guys, probably give you some links to that. I've got a lot of content on that, so that might be some stuff that I can use to um, help you guys learn your English. It's a lot of stuff on relationships. It's a lot of stuff on movies. I probably wrote over 300 different articles, did the postings, did the whole social media thing, but I think with this podcast, I'm going to keep it small, let you guys tell me kind of what you want, but I really do want to... uh, trick out the uh the newsletter that's going to be the main thing the newsletter is just going to be coming to you weekly you know when you sign up you get the transcripts you get the little additional tidbits of information then i'll probably put a um maybe make some type of membership or something on the back wall of the site but if you are signed up um, then you'll you'll get a lot of uh, information in addition to this podcast for free but for people that want to get a little further in their things you know that'll be that'll be coming. But I'll, I'll share the details with you uh, about that as it, as it comes up. But um, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I hope you're <laughs> being safe on the roads. I hope nobody's busted their tail on the ice. Um, yeah, wish you a lot of success in the upcoming weeks. And as always, I'll see you next time. Later.